Hi, I'm Raylene Taskowski, and I've talked to over 10,000 women about sex over the past decade. Welcome to Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed. It's where you can get questions answered like... How long does it take the average man to orgasm? And... How long does it take the average woman to orgasm? And also... Why is it so hot in here? Audiences agree. It's brilliantly funny. Raylene makes sex ed fun. This show is entertaining, factual, and relatable. There's nothing worse than being halfway done with sex and feeling your vagina shut down on you. <laughs> You've got to see stand-up comedy sex ed. I am ready to go do that comedy show. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the stand-up comedy sex ed podcast hosted by Raylene Taskowski and some other guy, girl, guest, or guru. And today's other girl is Selena Krenak. She is a single mom from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, navigating the challenges of dating after 40. Welcome to the show, Selena. Thank you so much. How are you doing today? I am doing great. It's a rainy Sunday in Pittsburgh, as usual. <laughs> yeah, it's a rainy Sunday, or it's about to be rainy Sunday here in Connecticut, too. Yesterday was gorgeous, though. Yes, it was fabulous. I chased my children outside, I'm like, just go. I was outside doing yard work, and so um, as a reward for that, I now have poison ivy. So, oh. yeah, that's never fun. But eventually, I will win the war, and there will be no more poison ivy in my yard. I started it last year, and, and now there's only a few places that I'm still getting it, but I will win eventually. So, well, good luck with that. I <laughs> am not a green thumb at all, I kill house plants. So, well, maybe you should try your hand at poison ivy because I'm trying <laughs> to kill it. <laughs> Get yourself a poison ivy plant. You cannot kill that stuff. It's a pain. All right. So you have been dating and you are writing a book or you already wrote the book? I wrote the book and I'm currently working with a publishing company. And of course, due to all of the current world circumstances. I don't actually have a release date at this point, but it is in progress. And so I'm excited about that. Yeah. And it's called Swipe Left, My Misadventures in Online Dating and Why I choose Chose Myself chose. Instead. Sorry. All right. of a sudden I forgot how to read. <laughs> Why I chose myself. It's instead. a long title. It, well, I mean, it's a, it's a title with a parenthetical title. I, right. I do like that. That's like my talk. My talk is, uh, let's talk about sex, the value of open, honest discussions about women's sexual health. So it's a very long title, but it's parenthetical. <laughs> right. So what is it? Now, I've been married for 23 years, so I've been, you know, off the dating path for 25 years. Uh, and I don't want to go back based on what, based on what I've heard. Um, but tell me some of your experiences. Well, you're right. You definitely don't. So hang on to your husband. <laughs> I plan um, to. <laughs> I was married for 14 years and, uh, things just didn't end up working out. I think a lot of people find that your views and values when you're in your mid twenties, don't end up being the same when you're 40. And so if your views and your partner's views don't coincide, then it can become extremely difficult to live in the same environment. 
And so I decided that I needed to do things my way. Right. So here I am. I think I was 38 when I got divorced and I had two little boys. And so having very, very little free time, what do you turn to? You turn to your phone and the online dating apps. And so I sort of engaged in, uh, I don't know if I should name all the dating <laughs> sites I've uh, had the pleasure or horror of using. And it's been a challenge. And for a number of reasons. Uh, when you're over 40, of course, you have a lot of baggage. I have two children. They are with me full time. I cannot just hop over to have drinks with you on a Tuesday night because I probably have a soccer practice or Cub Scouts or something else. And so my life is very scheduled and very regimented. And so if you're just looking for fun on a Friday evening and you don't make an appointment, I can't show up. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it's, it's very challenging, especially when you're the person who is caring for young people at the time. And, you know, everybody's looking for something different, although we're basically looking for the same thing. We want someone that we can laugh with, you know, share experiences with, share pizza with, and, you know, don't have to pick up their dirty socks on the floor. <laughs> So it's, it's definitely challenging and dating today is definitely not like dating. Even when I got married in 1998, everything's online and it's very easy for people to hide who they are. There's a great level of anonymity when you are engaging in online dating People can post whatever pictures they want. They don't necessarily have to even be of themselves. I mean, MTV has created a great show called Catfishing. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, people are very devious and untruthful. And so if you're actually genuinely looking for a relationship, it's a very dangerous minefield. And I, I'm not one who candy coats things. I'm going to tell it like it is you have about a one in five chance of actually finding your person through online dating. Regardless of what site you're using, regardless of whether you're paying to play, because of course some of the sites like Match.com and eHarmony, you have to pay to play on any significant level. I mean, you can have a free account, but you're never going to get interaction unless you are a paying member. And so these sites seem to have more success, but long-term, I sort of figure like The Bachelor. It's a very artificial environment, and once you hit the real world, it's a very different story. Right. I actually do have a friend who met her husband on eHarmony, um, both with free accounts, and they did, I guess they had some maybe free weekend or something where you could do the conversation levels. And there's, I guess, different, I don't know how the whole thing works, but she said, we did all of the preliminary questions and talked to each other and got everything done in one weekend. And then they met and then a couple months later, they got married and now they have twins. <laughs> so it is possible. Right? Um, You're right. 
and and I have a friend who actually back in 1996 met someone online and that was something back then that if you say you met someone online they were like oh, yeah like horrific and you're gonna get murdered me, I know she told me she says I met this guy I've been talking to him online and I'm gonna go spend spring break with him and his family down in Florida and I'm going I'll miss you are, are you insane <laughs> you're gonna die <laughs> Because it just, it was so new back then. And again, they're married. They have two kids. It worked out really well for them. But those are the anomalies. Right. Well, they also say you can't meet a guy in a bar and have a relationship with him. And I met my husband in a bar and we've been together for 25 years. So it's really where you take it. Uh, but it is hard to meet anybody. So I have a story. I was in a bar one night without my husband. And this is why I never want to go back to dating. Um, I'm in the bar and there was this kid and he looked like Logan from Gilmore Girls, if you remember him. And uh, he's just he's just so cute. Right. And I keep looking at him because he looks like Logan from the Gilmore Girls. Right? And he's looking at me probably because he thinks I'm desperate. Right? So at some point, my friend and I said to my friend, I'm like, OK, it's time time to leave. And I go to leave and this kid walks right up to me and he is just like right in my breathing area. And he still looks like Logan from the Gilmore Girls. And, and I'm breathing his air and he's breathing my air. And I'm just thinking, you need to walk away, Raylene. You need to walk away, Raylene. And this kid looks at me and he says, I will fuck the shit out of you. And I busted out laughing in his face. I was like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, is that a pickup line now? Does that work? Like, what is going on? And, uh, and then he, I said, I am old enough to be your mother. And, and he goes, well, I'm older than you think I am. And I said, no, I'm older than you think I am. And he told me how old he was. And he was younger than two of my children. And I was just like, goodbye oh my goodness i mean it doesn't matter what his age was i was still gonna say goodbye but i it left me with a good story to tell at my comedy shows because i'm seriously <laughs> is that a pickup line now because i've heard it more than once it's and not that's a good not pick a up line yeah no i because i i that's just not i will fuck the shit out of you is not something that would ever turn me on <laughs> No, but you would not believe the brazenness of guys that are chatting with you on Tinder or OkCupid or whatever the website is. I had a guy one night who had some talking points on his profile. A lot of guys don't think that's necessary. And usually I swipe left if you can't say a couple of things about yourself. And so we matched and I said, oh, I liked your little ditty about the popsicle sticks or something. And he goes, well, how do you feel about male nudity? I mean, that was his follow up. <laughs> and so my response was, I like it in art museums, but not on my phone. Right. <laughs> you know, I just when I think that they can't say anything else that's going to surprise me because I've heard it all right someone else pops up with something like that and i'm going you're kidding me right i do wonder like you said about the boldness because i have other friends who online date and sometimes they will post 
you know, conversations. And I'm like, are, are these the trolls from Russia people keep talking about? Like, are these people real? Is it a thing? Or are they just joking around? Or do they think it's going to work? Like, I want to know the mentality of behind that. Like, I don't care. So I'm just going to say whatever, or I'm just going to say, show me a picture of your tits and see if it works. Like, what? <laughs> I think some people do use it just purely for entertainment factor. But I also get a lot of random hits on my Instagram account where guys that I have no idea who they are and, you know, my account is private. I don't, you have to follow me or perhaps, I don't know how they're finding me, honestly. I might have commented on someone else's post perhaps, but they're like, hey baby, you're beautiful and stuff. And I'm going, I don't know you. Right. And they're pretty amazing because I'll even say stuff like, do you need a green card? Does your sick mother need money? These are things that I've actually experienced. And wow. they're just like, why are you being so mean? I'm like, why did you crawl out from a hole to annoy me? <laughs> just, right. You know, they're, some of them do, I think, just find great entertainment value in Maybe they're writing a book. Responses uh, they, they to might me being be. a dick. I, 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 may, I may be in somebody else's book. You're right. right. So dick pics, have you gotten a lot of them? No. And the only reason I can say that is because I make it very clear from the beginning that I have two children and they use my phone to play games when they're bored at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. And so... I make it very clear that those are not welcome and I've gotten a couple, but most of the time when I at least draw that boundary, they're respectful to that extent, which is surprising because a lot of them have no boundaries. So you have gotten dick pics though, Un yes. unrequested dick pics. <laughs> oh yes. Unrequested. Oh yes. Like here, I want to show you something. No, don't no. show me. I swear, I mean, nobody's ever sent me a dick pic because I haven't been in the dating pool during this time period. But I feel like I would just draw a face on it like, and then send it back. <laughs> I did actually have someone send me a, a dick pic like that that had googly eyes and a smiley face on it. Well, at least it was a friendly <laughs> penis. <laughs> I will say I have never gotten a dick pic, but I have gotten a vulva pic. <laughs> Oh. I was not expecting it, uh, and it was the picture of the vulva with the toy in the vagina, and followed by immediately, oh my god, that wasn't for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and as it had turned out, she had purchased the toy from me earlier that night, and we had been having a conversation about her maybe joining my team, and then... Uh, she had taken taken the picture to send it to her boyfriend, but you know, like when you go to send a picture on an iPhone, it just pops up the last few people that you've been talking to, and she hit the wrong button. And well, now she has to join your team because you've seen everything. Yeah, she did, she did not. <laughs> however, but it was so funny. I had to Google how do you remove a picture from iMessage because it kept popping up in my every time I would go through my snap my uh, chats for the day it would show up and I was just like this has to go like, I don't want this on my phone 
Yeah, I can say that that's never happened. Yeah, and I don't know that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't want a picture of a dick. I don't want a picture of a vagina. I don't want a picture of a vulva. Don't send me a picture. It's like the uh, kid in the sixth sense said. That's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, puppies and rainbows don't get you in trouble. Right. <laughs> That's a good good advice. <laughs> yeah, puppies and rainbows. But as soon as you send a pussy, you're in trouble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that only worked for that joke. I never, ever say that word, ever. <laughs> but it worked because you said puppies. <laughs> so I thought I could uh, work it in there. So anything exciting? What's the um, oddest thing that ever happened on a date? Well, I decided to go out with a funeral director. Oh. And uh, I write a little bit about him in my book. It, it was a one date wonder <laughs> because he could not stop talking about death the whole time. And now if I was gothic or had tendencies in that direction that might have been something that appealed to me. But I actually happen to know a family that has a funeral home and they can carry on normal conversations with people and not talk about how messy a body is if they've donated organs and trying to prepare it for the funeral home. Oh yeah. So <laughs> we right. actually made it to dinner and about halfway through dinner, all of the lights in the shopping complex went out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we've just gotten our food. And I'll tell you what, Burgatory does not have any kind of adequate lighting for emergencies, except like right over the doors. And so we sat in the dark for about, I don't know, five or ten minutes trying to use our cell phones to see. <laughs> so, you know, and I might have gone out with this guy again, but the thing that actually bothered me was that a couple different times during dinner, and then we just took a walk around the plaza afterwards, he kept saying that I was going to leave him. And I thought, buddy, this is a first date. Like, and it certainly yep. didn't make me want to go out with him again, and I, and I didn't. But I thought, well, you know, I, I can see how that kind of work consumes your life. And there are certainly professions that are like that. I'm fortunate enough to have a nine to five job where I can leave it. But, you know, death happens all the time. And so I was trying to make allowances for that. But I think that's one of the things I talk about in my book, too, is that you need to make yourself a list. What is it that you want? What is it that you're not going to put up with? And stick to it. Don't settle and don't compromise. And I think, you know, when you're in your 20s and just figuring things out, it's a whole different ball game. But when you're 40 and I have a mortgage and bills and children, my list of musts is getting longer. And my list of things I'm not going to put up with is way longer than that. Right. But I've also lived on my own for about five years now with my kids. And so we have a routine. And if you're not going to complement my life and the things that I have, you know, planned, my goals, my dreams, I don't need a liability. Right. So if you're not going to complement and enhance my life, then sayonara, buddy. Exactly. 
Selena, my recommendation to you is Toys Not Boys. <laughs> I heard that in your uh, talk on the table podcast. I thought that was a great, great advice. Yes. I say it all the time. It's li like literally all the time. <laughs> well, you know, when I was married, I would, I have some hobbies. I am an avid scrapbooker. And so I would occasionally like two or three times a year I get together with a group of girlfriends and we go to some cabin in the woods somewhere and just work on our scrapbooks stay in our pajamas have a good time and I you know when they would say oh well we're gonna have our next one in October and I'd say well I'm gonna ask my husband to make sure it's okay and they're like you asked for permission and I said well no not really it's like a courtesy right. ask for permission because I'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> Right. But it also, if you have a partner, it is only fair to run things by them. Like, hey, are we doing anything on that weekend? Do right. we have other plans? You know, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Right. It's not asking permission. Can I please go scrapbook with my friends in the woods? Now, I have plans to go scrapbooking with my friends on this date. Does that work for us? Right. It does drive me crazy when, when people do that, though. Or, oh, the worst one is... Um, oh, I can't do that because my husband won't babysit the kids. I'm like, he's not, it's it's not cool. babysitting. It's parenting. Yes. He can't parent his kids for a couple of hours while you go do something. Right. And I would venture to guess in a lot of those situations is because she doesn't trust him to take care of the kids. There's a lot of that where they just won't let the dads participate. They just think they're going to mess them up. Yeah, I went to, I think it was, we went to dinner once with a bunch of girlfriends and to the mall. I can't remember what the reason was that we all gathered together, but one of the moms, she had three children and she brought the youngest one with her. And we had sort of expressly said, this is a girl's only sort of thing. Right. And when she got there, she said, well, he wouldn't let me leave unless I took at least one of them. Wow. Like, They're his kids. <laughs> I'm I, sorry, what? <laughs> I find that very frustrating. Yes. I and do. I'm sure she was frustrated too, but wanted to go out more than she wanted to right. stay with him. True, true. Yeah, that is, that's one of those things that drives me crazy. And then if a guy does like take care of all of the kids, like sometimes because I do the parties, one dad will have like, the kids from two or three different people and everybody's like he's so good he's the best and i'm like nobody ever does that when we watch three kids we're, we're watching everybody's kids and it's like she's such a good wife she's watching the kids look what a great dad he is he's watching my kids and her kids and i'm like well i mean it's a play date so they get a lot more credit i do find that frustrating because with the parties we cannot have children of any age they cannot be there it is against the law in most states I and because imagine. it's against the law in most states it's against the law in our company and every now and then somebody will show up with a baby and they'll say oh well i mean the babies and i'm like nope it's nope it's under 18 it cannot be here but it's not going to listen i'm like it cannot be here can't be here it's against the law well, my husband won't babysit the children at all. Like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to shop online. I cannot do a party with a baby in the house. It's against the law. But I had a friend and she had gone to a party um, and it was not my company. It was a different company. And the, the group of women 
that she was at the party with thought it was funny to hand the baby a toy and the baby was you know put it in its mouth right away and they were taking pictures and they thought it was funny and my my friend said to me she goes i cannot believe you would be involved in a company that does stuff like that and i'm like well first of all the company didn't do that your idiot mom friends did it and second of all it's against the law for me to have a baby at a party so there would never be a baby at a party and she's like well i just don't understand and i'm like well i'm sorry you feel that way that was when I first started. Nobody gives me any crap now because it's been 13 years. So I have a thing I like to do at the end of my podcast. I have this little trivia game called Things They Don't Teach You in School. And every okay. now and then they have uh, random questions about sex. So here's a random sex question. What country has the most oral sex in the world? Amsterdam. No, they have the most drugs in the world. I'm sorry. <laughs> they have the most weed. It's legal there. Okay. Um, I don't think anybody would ever guess this one because I don't even think anybody ever thinks of this country it's as a country. It's not the U.S. No, it's definitely not the U.S. Okay. <laughs> um, it's Austria. Austria yeah. has the most oral sex. Okay. What a strange... Like, I think if anybody asked me a question ever, the answer would never be Austria. No. Unless it's where was the sound of music then the answer would be Austria. Other than that, I would never think of them. So tell people where they can find you. I have a website and it's simply selinacrinock.com. And there you can find information about my upcoming book. I will put a release date on there when it comes up. And uh, there's information for how to join my subscription on my website. Cool. All right, so for us, you can find me at, uh, you, on Instagram at standupcomedysexed. You can also find me at standupcomedysexed.com. And I have set up a Facebook group just for this podcast so you can participate in polls, ask questions, politely share an alternate point of view, and generally let us know what you think of the episode. So search Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed podcast in Facebook. Uh, and then please subscribe to this podcast and share it with all your friends. Selena, thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk to me today. Uh, have a great day and stay safe. Thanks. This was fun.